Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And Josh Cruz. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast live from Ultimate Callout Challenge 2018. Yeah. What a freaking weekend. What a show. Dude, it's getting insane. Have you looked over to the stands next to us here lately, Chris? Yeah, there's been a couple of the qualifiers running down the track. Uh, the dyno starting to kind of kick off. So the, the open class or the actual competitors are starting to run their trucks. So. Yeah. Baca's about to get up on the dyno from what it looks like, uh, yeah. so that'll be really interesting to see. I know everybody's hoping. I've heard rumors about twenty four to 2,700 horsepower out of that truck. I mean, there's been videos to verify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they've made it. They've made it. Whether or not it'll make it here is always the question. What right? was crazy, too, you know, we had um, Trevor Peterson. Yep. Uh, he broke 2,000 back at home and then did the same thing here. We came here and backed it up. So maybe Baca is going to be in the same situation. Yeah, this dyno seems to be dialed in. Everybody seems to be really happy with it. Last year we had a little bit of grumbling, which we kind of just wrote off as people right. grumbling about dyno runs. But uh, this year it seems to be legit. Everybody seems to be pretty well dialed in. Right. Josh, you just hit the dyno here this morning as a competitor uh, with Jags Pro Truck Shop. How'd it go? It went all right. Um, forgot to, I'm not a nitrous guy. It's on the truck. We hardly ever use it. We purged it, had it ready. I forgot to hit the arm switch inside the truck when we ran. Oh, no. So what we seen was fuel only. I was a little behind it when the load came in. I didn't have the boost quite where I should have when I told the guy to go for it. So it worked. It had to work hard to come up to life. It finally made 1,700 and change on fuel. Um, and then when we let off throttle, we heard rods starting to clang. So we're hunting rod bearings down right now, trying to make it so we can go play tomorrow. Oh, no. Okay, so you guys, you guys are looking at working on the truck today then. Yeah, we had to do some yesterday, too. I mean, we're here to contend, and if we can fix stuff, we're gonna. Um, and, you know, that's that's part of the game. You know, these trucks, at the caliber they are, whether you're a qualifier or a contender, they don't live forever. I don't care who builds them, how they're built. We're pushing the limits with these things and doing stuff, even with the best parts out there. It's They're ticking time bombs, moving the weight we're moving at the horsepower we're doing. Mama, mama. <laughs> and we got your little guy with us here, too. What's your name? Brantley. <laughs> Josh, we, we were talking a little bit about making this a family event. You got you got the whole family out here with you this weekend. Yep. So last year we're down here. I didn't have my oldest with me. Brantley was here last year. Mama was pregnant with number three. Uh, she was eight months pregnant when we were down here last year. Um, the wife is, God bless her soul, has been extremely supportive. She's been pushing the little 11-month-old around all day, getting some, getting teased or harassed a little bit by some of the track officials because she wants to be down by the track or truck and they're making it hard on her but <laughs> we're doing all we can to make it a family event if it wasn't for her and the support i wouldn't be here yeah. true story man now no. what happened yesterday you know we saw the truck made a couple passes down the track saw a little bit of a couple issues uh, yep. the first pass or two so walk us through what happened yesterday so first pass out, we're trying to get our 60 foot back. We lost, that truck used to cut a 1.4 all day, back in the day. Um, now it's been doing high 150s, low 160s, and we've been trying to figure out what it is, gearing, whatever. Decided we're gonna try to lock the converter basically right off the line on a digi set. And okay. we've tried that twice now, and each time it's taken the one-way roller clutch up. We fixed the tranny, got it all back together, went back to second gear lockup. Went a 9-1 something on fuel, and the truck still weighs 5,600 pounds. Wow. It's not heavy, but it's not light. It's an all-steel body crew cab, all glass in it yet. Um, I got to the end of the track. I was happy. I wanted to be in the eights like we talked earlier. Right. Sure. But I was happy with it. It had me in a good contention. Then I watched Justin Anders come up, poured the wood to his truck with nitrous, and went at eight. 
at that point I got a little hot and like, all right, now he did it. He's heavier than me. I got to go do it again. Uh, then we got back to the, uh, um, back to our pitch and I looked at the log and I was on two number one. Then my CSP switch was set to five, but it didn't go to five. Oh, no. Oh, whoa. So we came back around. After I figured that out, I'm like, leave the bottle off it. Now I want to do this on field. Yeah. Major, and when we pulled up, we looked at the switch. Again, it wasn't blinking on the back like it's supposed to at number five. Yeah. That's why we backed back out of the, pit, or the staging lanes down here. Um, made sure it worked, came back up, and we went a 874 at 160.9, fuel only on a set of compounds. Ooh. So now, did I see a post real quick there, Chris? I see a post that makes you the fastest all-steel body. What's the, what's the ring around that? Well, if you, look at, if you look at all these guys out here running, you know, Baca went eights today with a crew cab. I'm pretty sure that truck's not steel. I could be wrong. Um, but he won an 880. I did get to get past him a little bit on that. Justin, as far as I know, is the fastest street, streetable diesel pickup around with his 890. Um, but you look at most of us, most of us, uh, or most of these guys are fiberglass body, or, fiber, yeah. or fiberglass body trucks and regular cabs. Yeah, sure. Um, I built this truck. I've owned the truck since brand new in 04, and it slowly became what it is now. And we wanted to make it to. I'm not buying another truck. I'm not building a different truck just for this event. <laughs> right. I, I, it's there. The suspension's there. My truck leaves without squawking tires, um, and it le can leave hard. It, I mean, even yesterday, even with a slow 150 on that 8.7 pass, it was a 150 60 foot, more than made up by it by 3.30. It went a 5.70 at 128 to the eighth, and it pulled right out the back door. And, oh, and as far screaming. as we know, you look yeah. at the rest of these guys that are faster than me. A lot of them are way faster. But they're not all steel body trucks, and they most of them are aren't crew cabs. Yeah. Right. So I think I, I think I got the right to say we own the world's fastest crew cab all steel body pickup at this point. That um, is so cool, man. You've proven a couple things too: consistency. There's right. a lot of guys that they don't have the consistency, and you've proven another thing that it, issues arise. Right. Oh, like yeah. I have guys. You know, you're go to the drag strip and it's like, oh, well, did you uh, switch on your converter lockup switch? No, I forgot. Or guys are at sled pull track and the Duramax is, well, did you start off in second gear? No, I forgot. It's little things that you don't think of. Well, you I ran the truck tune one, right? Yeah. And like that switch yep. and it's just like, that's something that, that could have cost you a lot of points. Yep. You know, how, something very, very small. Right. And how impressive is it that you actually troubleshot a, a CSP5 switch? To be honest with you, even some of the most experienced drag no. racers out there will still call no. us at the shop and say, well, I don't know why it's not making the power. And it turns out it's a switch. Yeah, it's just Such insane. a simple little $75 yep. part could really ruin your whole weekend. That could have taken your whole weekend. You could have data logged the truck, sent it to your tuner, sent it to whoever, you know, come Monday, Tuesday, come to find out the truck was in tune one the entire time. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's and awesome. You, you, most people don't know that's got that blinking light on the back. Yep. It tells you if it's working or yep. not. Yep. Mine just happens to be the way it's in the dash. You can see that blinking light. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're going to set up. Uh, it's We actually were talking about this a little bit ago. I run a Surface Pro as my data logger tablet in the truck. That runs that entire truck. And we got it set up running with a V2. It shows me my RPM. It shows me fuel pressure. It shows me coolant time. Because that's still, that's the one other thing about that truck. It's a full water truck. It doesn't have a filled block. Okay. It doesn't have a filled head. It's got a radiator up front. It's still an air to air exchanger instead of a water to air. I mean, it's kind of basic compared to a lot of these guys. I mean, you can literally <laughs> take the truck on the street still. I could drive it yeah. on the street. There's no AC. There's no heater box. It's only, I could easily throw a passenger seat in it. And that truck, I actually have. I've driven it from my house to the shop, about a five-mile drive. I should probably put a rear bumper back on it. The cops ain't a big fan. <laughs> right, of it, right. I've done it. So yeah, very cool. Absolutely. So, what are your plans for the sled pull? 
Well, if we make it, it's <clears throat> run-of-the-mill hitch, put on a pull. Uh, you know, that's a designated drag truck. That's what that truck's for. Um, and I'm not a pulling guy. We own one. We have an LML that's a designated sled puller. Um, and I got a guy that runs that. Um, we can build them. I'm not a big fan of taking my expensive, beautiful truck I've worked my whole life on to put it in the dirt, but it's part <laughs> of this challenge. I agree. Um, if we make it tomorrow, it's going to be, you'll come out. I got suitcase weights hanging. I ain't got a fancy weight box. Um, we'll have the, the uh, kind of a draw bar style hitch that bolts to the truck. It's fully unboltable to save weight for the drag strip. And a set of duels. And hopefully that track is a lot more sticky this year than it was last year. Last year was a big <laughs> dust bowl. Yeah. So. That's awesome. But. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations so yeah. far. You guys have been killing it. It's definitely a very impressive turnout uh, to see you guys come out and perform like this and be into the eights and, you know, killing it on the dyno and, and really pushing it. I would love to see it. Anybody you want to give a shout out to? Goran Transmission's been extremely good to us. Um, it's I'm not one to go around and ask for sponsors. Never have been. I kind of fell into that. We buy a lot of parts from we. Most of our transmissions are built with their parts, and let alone one day he, Dave calls me up and goes, "You got a fastenal by you?" Yeah, I do. Okay. Couple. That's all he said. A couple days later, fastenal calls me. We got a shipment for you down here. I go down there. I got a complete spare transmission ready to rock. What? Never asked for it. Nothing. And I don't know if it was you know last year we gladly put his name on the back of the truck with no problem because he handed me free parts to rebuild the tranny. This year, I think he just wanted to make sure that we were ready to rock, and That's we needed awesome. it. So we broke the training right away yesterday. So, Well, thank you so much for taking thank some you time guys. out to talk to our listeners. We really appreciate it. This has been Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. Josh Cruz. Thanks for listening.